Hey, listen to Commander Cook Podcast, episode 267. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to continue looking for diamonds in Innistrad. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Oh, good. What is going down? Same as 10 minutes ago when we were talking about this new set. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use air quotes for that. But mm-hmm. uh, we got some cards to review. We got some people to thank. We actually don't. We have some stories to tell, which we already told if you listened to yesterday's episode. But before we get to clearing up any of that, we have to thank our official business dad. It's FusionGamingOnline.com. They're a source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. Today is the legendary creatures from Innistrad, Midnight Hunt, and the associated Commandy product. Yes. We've got 24 new ones. Is that a high number or a low number? That is, as per 2020 and 2021 thus far, that is a low number. Okay. But we've got two different showcase frames for any one commander, except for the stuff that comes from the precons. So mm-hmm. it's really, it's more, but well, if I don't know. If you're trying to collect one of every art, it's more. In real life, it's 24 cards. Yeah. Full stop. And if you want to pick any up, CCO Fusion 5 over at FusionGamingOnline.com. Links in the show notes, links in the description, wherever you're picking up the show, whether it be uh, podcasting platforms or on YouTube. And you should be fucking watching and subscribing. Yeah, it really does help, and it is a free way to support the show. Mm-hmm. It's it's easy. You just click subscribe. Joe will have the little subscribe animation, and the button is just down off screen where you can't see, and it looks like I'm doing something dirty, which you would only know if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, you can see all the times we use air quotes, like new set. Well, it is a new well, set. It's 100% a new set, but eh. Uh, yeah, so yesterday we did our not review review. Yeah, we talked about some cards that were good. Yeah, we found lots of actual cards that we that we liked, and there were some positive t- to say about the basic lands. And yeah. and I like the showcase art style, not necessarily the borderless or not necessarily the the the, the frame style. Right, looks kind of recycled from Eldraine, mm-hmm. but the art style really cool. It's pretty neat. And we like the the cartoon and movie horror trope. I think that that's cool. We'll see if any of that translates into the legendary Creech. Yep. I feel like they they feel a little bit more kind of uh, medieval as opposed to movie trope. I feel they feel kind of more mid. Like meh, mid. Yeah, we'll just stop at mid. <laughs> mid. Yeah, mid. <laughs> okay, well, we've got them up here, 24. We're just going to, we've got them in alphabetical order, right? Yes. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's just do them in alphabetical order. We're going to start talking about magic cards in the first five minutes of the show. The first three minutes. we got nine seconds. Hurry. Okay, here's Adeline Resplendent Cathar. Wow, this is a star four human knight white white one vigilante. Ooh. That means vigilance. If you're not in the nation, welcome. What? Welcome. Yes. It's good to have you. F you for being here. Yeah, very much so. If you want to get a nickname, patreon.com slash CCO podcast, and you luck. can join our Discord. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to be. Total mediums, but people are starting to crack in Estrad. We're totally not talking about cards. <laughs> and they're showing off their pulls. I, I like I like seeing what people pull and I like seeing mail days. We got we yeah, got those are cool. Yeah, we should do we should make a new channel, Mail Day Monday. Huh. Yeah, and everybody just posts. It doesn't need to be Monday. It can just be mail day thread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, Adeline Resplendent Cathar Vigilante Star Four, power equal to the number of creatures we control. That's pretty good. 
That's lots if you're playing tokens and white yeah. does the token thing. Okay, yeah. let's see. Whenever you attack for each opponent, create a 1-1 one, one white human creature token tapped and attacking a player or planeswalker like that that you could fucking be attacking. You know what I like about this card? It gives out the fact that it's pretty good. It makes itself bigger. Yep. Yep. I also like that it's a Cathar. And it can go on a Crusade. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cathar's Crusade would be so good with this card because then yeah. they all get huge because you get yeah. three ETBs every time you attack. Yeah, so Put it in your Boros deck with extra attack steps. Yep. Fuck phases. Sorry, all you rules lawyers. <laughs> attack phases. But yeah, but I think that would be that would be cool. But this is a neat, a neat, a neat commander. I think it would be good in, at the helm of like a white weenie, low to the ground kind of aggro deck. So it, it's cool. It'll go in the ninety nine of lots of decks as well. Yep. So I think sure. it goes in the ninety nine of the Boros attacky deck. Yep. Which, which I'm surprised that you didn't just say and then go moving on. <laughs> well, we're, I already got that set up for another one later on in the in the show. So we'll just oh, yeah. we'll move on. Okay. Denick Pious Apprentice. Denick. Sl- so Lil Dick Pious Apprentice slash Lil Dick Pious Apparition. That sounds like that sounds like a rapper whose name is Richard who calls himself Lil Dick. Lil Dick. I don't that, know if any rapper would call himself hundred percent. They would. That's cool. I guarantee you that there is a rapper probably listening to this show whose name is just Des Nuts. Not Dez Nuts, Des Nuts. Des Nuts. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, we got a Mike Hurst from yesterday. That's close to Mike Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Denik Pius Apprentice is a 2-3 human soldier for white-blue. That's it. Mm-hmm. Lifelink. Cards and graveyards can't be the target of spells or abilities. So play Graf Digger's Cage. Yeah, it's Graf Digger's Cage in the old command zone. Yeah. I see that. Okay. And it's got Disturb, which lets you cast him for its disturb cost out of your graveyard mm-hmm. when you do that it returns to the battlefield transformed the disturb cost blue white two and it transforms into pious apparition flying three two whenever one or more creature cards are put into graveyards from anywhere investigate this ability only triggers once per gall dang ass turn man they're doing that lots lately. we're gonna let's just move on this is not a good card is it if you be put into your graveyard from anywhere, you exile them. That's a disturbed thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Just play the graveyard hate. Just play the card. You don't need it in your... Don't waste your command zone on graveyard hate. Oh, I like that take. That's There's so many better things that you could be doing yeah. in the command zone than playing grave hate. And, correct me if I'm wrong, one piece of grave hate might not be enough. So you'd be playing Graf Digger's Cage anyways. Yeah. And you'd be playing... Now you can play your Soul Guide Lantern and your... Your relic of progitits, and those say draw cards on them. Yeah. So you want to play those cards anyways. Yeah. Because you can cash them out for a card late game. That's right. Okay. So moving on to Eloise Nefalius Sleuth. This is our first commander deck card. Yes, you're right. Four four human rogue, black blue three. Whenever another creature you control dies, investigate. That's pretty good. That's neat. I like that it's a sleuth that investigates. Sure. Whenever you sacrifice a token, aka when you cash out your investigate token, surveil one. That is, look at the top one card of your library and you can put it onto the top of your library or into your graveyard. Yes. Do you know what makes this card special? Tell me. F.U. Jesse. Haven't played with him for a while. Who's that? That guy that we used to play with that played like four Wrath of Gods in one deck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. This is his daughter's name. Eloise? Yes. 
Neat. So I texted him when I seen this. I see. I was like, you seen this shit? He's like, yeah, I'm building the deck. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he's going to teach her to play magic, and this is going to be her commander. So she's going to have like a totally middling deck. I didn't say that much to Jesse. The important part is... I mean, it's cool that this is being used as a device to get new players into magic for sure. Yep. But this is not going to be anybody's main deck. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you just go like straight up like crazy control, like you make the Demir good stuff deck. Which I'm totally fine with because creature is going to creature and die. Yeah. And investigating is just like drawing extra cards. Yeah, but there's probably... An, if you're going to just build a Demir good stuff, there's going to be a better Demir commander in your command zone. The point is, is I'm a little bit jealous that my kid doesn't have a card named after him. Give it time. Give it time. We're going to the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Florian, Valderan Scion. You read this fucking novel. Sure. It's a 3-3 for red, black, one. Has first strike. At the beginning of your post-combat main phase, look at the top X cards of your library where X is the total amount of life lost by your opponents this turn. Exile one of those cards and put the rest in the bottom. In a random order, you may play the exiled card. This turn. Jeepers creepers. So you, you can play it if it's a land, right? Uh, everybody says that. You can play it if it's a land. Yes. Okay. So you deal a bunch of damage. So if you look at the top 12, and out of the top 12, the best thing in them is the basic <laughs> land, you can play it. <laughs> People have been touting this card as as like card, card draw in Rakdos Lord of Riots because you're making everybody lose life. Yeah. So he's, go he's going in the 99 of that deck, 100%. I think so. Vampire, that's relevant. He'll go in the Edgar Markov deck as well. Do, does the Edgar Markov deck play vampires that cost three these days? I think you could play You could have playing this one. I think so. every turn he's going to get you... An extra card, let's one say. One or two or three, right? Like, yeah. And it teaches people that maybe sometimes it's better to cast your shit after you've attacked. In oh, some I, cases. I do like that. I do like that. When we're playing with that that newer guy at EDH and M, sometimes he would do things and I would say, Why did you do that? And he's like, Well, I just because I can play it. Don't play it. Right? Or when 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 Alex had like a sack outlet and a grave pact, and, and I was like, You have to play two things if you want to keep anything. He's like, Why? Well, because of this. Well, I, I I can play this. I was like, Well, don't fucking play it if you don't have two things because you're gonna lose it. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Cards that teach new players how to how to play. Subtle intricacies of the game. That's cool. Yes. Is this gonna helm a whole bunch of decks? The same deck that this would be at the front of is the same deck that Rakdos Lord of Riots is at the front of. And he's better. Or Edgar Markov. Or Edgar Markov. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. And gives you access to more colors. So neat card, not the best commander. Okay, we've got one here now that you maybe have a little bit of a crush on. I might. Okay, give her a read then. Unless you're too embarrassed. Ooh! Ooh. Brando, who does Brando like? I'm, it's Gisa Glorious Resurrector. She is a 4-4 super sexy human wizard for Black Black 2. If a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead. At the beginning of your upkeep, put all creature cards exile with her into play under your control, and they gain shitty decay. Uh, decay sucks, but at least in this particular instant, it like I'll accept it on this card. Not just because I like Gisa, but because like you're getting not two two zombie tokens. You're getting actual creatures. Yeah, and I, I think what you do is like you cast stuff that kills your opponent's creatures and then you get them for value. Yeah. Or this'll get secure tribe elders. This'll get creatures with enter the battlefield effects that you want to kill. 
Yeah. Right. And I think this gives this gives black some reach outside of black. So if like if I'm playing elves and I play a Rex Sage and there's an enchantment that you need to destroy, you just like terror my Rex Sage and at the beginning of your next turn you get it. Right? And yeah, it lets right. black do maybe um, some, some removal. Black gets more removal from red creatures. It gets enchantment removal from from white and green. That's, those are good things. It does white and green things by doing black things. Ooh, I like that. Right? Yeah. And that's cool. And again, it's a really great commander card. I don't know if she's going to be helming a ton of decks, but it's definitely a card that I'm going to play. People will put her at the top of a deck because it says geese on it. Also, should be resurrecting the fronts of guys like yours pants. Yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe let me. Now that I'm thinking about it, she could be a kind of a fixed Turgrid. Like oh, if you wanted yeah. to, if you really wanted to play Turgrid, but your play group or your your local meta hates it, yeah. play Gisa instead. Yeah, I play Turgrid, and I'm the target of all my play group's animosity all the time. So I made a bad Turgrid deck. It's the fucking Turgrid. You're still gonna get tar- targeted. Make it a Gisa deck. That's yeah. a good take. I like that one. Yeah. I built a bad Turgrid deck. You know what happens to me? You, I get this you, shit slapped out yeah. of me all the time. You got, got no more lips by the end of the That's, night. I'm like this. <laughs> and you'd know what I'd look like if you were on YouTube, which you fucking should be. Oh, man. Next one. Yesterday, yesterday we talked about Bad Tribal and just just the longing to play Crab Tribal, Frog Tribal, yeah, yeah. Fish Tribal, like like actual swimming in the water fish. Yeah, not Merfolk. No, fuck them. Yeah, they suck. Today, Turtle. Gorex the Tomb Shell. The Tomb Shell. That sounds like a wrestling move. It does. Where you drop a guy on his back <laughs> or something <laughs> and you just leave him there. <laughs> you like double knee drop him in the back or something. <laughs> yeah, fucking Tomb Shell. <laughs> Anyways, 4-4 four, four, Zombie Turtle. Neat. So he's checking two boxes there. Yeah. He's got a good tribe and a bad tribe. Good call. Yep. Black, black, six. Ooh. <laughs> I love me some black, black, six. Uh, as an additional cost to cast this spell, you may exile any number of creatures from your graveyard, and this spell costs two less to cast each time. So okay. if you exile three creatures, it's a 4-4 four, four for two. That's pretty good. It's got death touch, and when Gorax the Tomb Shell attacks or dies, he's like, yeah, fuck you, or ooh, fuck me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, choose a card at random, exile with Gorax, and put that card into its owner's hand. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I imagine this with like, and you know me, I like a good morality shift. Yeah. I like how people are emailing us, Ryan, there is a card that does that. It's morality shift. I know. It <laughs> it shifts your graveyard or your library into your graveyard and your graveyard into your library. With Gorex and a sack outlet and big black mana, and we say it every time, yeah. you can just over and over and over and over cast this guy. And you get random cards that you exile from your own <laughs> graveyard back with him. And it's just like, what do you, this is, you know, the Dirtly Artifact deck? Yeah. This is the Dirtly Big Black Mana Turtle deck. <laughs> <laughs> the Dirtly Turtle, the yeah. Dirtle Turtle? <laughs> yes. You know what I really like about this is he's giant and he has a mausoleum on his back. Yeah. So the flavor here is he's living under the ground because he's a zombie and that's where zombies start out. He's buried on the ground with a mausoleum on their back and you want to summon him. So you throw a bunch of dead bodies into the mausoleum. To like wake him up, and then he gets up, and all those zombies are on his back, and as he's rampaging through the town, bodies are falling out of it, and that's where they land in your hand. Oh, you cracked the you cracked the flavor code. So I I love that art on this. It's cool. It tells a little story. Yep. Like I just did. I like it when cards do that. 
I super like that. I wish that it was Golgari colors. I, I get that it's not, but if it was, then you could play Meandering Tower Shell, and then you could have two Dirtle Turtles. Nice. And that's the start of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in like 13 <laughs> years from now when all these cards are at least 13 years old. Yes. <laughs> and then you'd have to mutate them too with, with Ikoria cards. Remember we talked about that? We did. This is the next step. Which one would this be? Probably Raphael, hey? Uh, Slash, maybe? Slash is not a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, he is. He teams up with them sometimes. Fucking And guy. he looks kind of like that. He's got the big <laughs> teeth, and he's a snapping turtle. Okay. okay I'll right. give it to you. Next one. Jadar Ghoul Collar of Nephalia. Jeepers Creepers. That's a long name. He's a 1-1 one, one for black one. Human wizard. A black a black creature wizard? Oh, we have those, I guess. Yeah, those yeah. exist. Yeah. At the beginning of your end step, if you controlled no creatures with decayed, create a 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token with decayed. Let's start by saying this isn't going to be the commander of any deck. No. Because it sucks. This is Ophiomancer, but for less good of a token. It's shitty Ophiomancer. If you want Ophiomancer, you probably want this. Yes. If you're playing Ophiomancer in a deck, you also play Jadar. But yeah. if you're going to pick one, if you, you want pick one, If you want one ETB trigger that can make a creature die to get a die trigger really easily, every turn in your command zone for two mana, that's lots of boxes to check. And I think that you shouldn't, like you say, waste your your yeah. command zone on this. And this guy's a fucking rare. This yeah. this is an uncommon commander. Definitely. Moving on. And maybe he's got some place somewhere else that we're not seeing, but it makes the the shittiest. Is this the shittiest type of token you can make? No, a zero one's got to be worse because you can't even block with it. Like you can't even uh, get your two two token and then block with it because they can't block. You can't attack. Well, you can't attack with it, but. Fuck, of course you do. It's a 2-2 two, two that swings and it dies immediately. Like, you know what I think of decayed uh, and blocking? This is an aside. This is an aside. This is... Hit me. They, they attack and punch you, then they just fall apart because they're right. stitched together shitty as per yesterday. Yeah. Watch it. Blocking, if you run into them because they're trying to stand there and be tough, they just smash all apart, <laughs> which is totally disgusting. Imagine what the smell is. Imagine oh. the smell in fucking that Gisa glorious um, resurrector art. Probably don't, so stinky. Don't even care. I would put her feet in my eye socket. Oh. Because she's not wearing shoes. Gross. Yeah. You'd get an infection, man. 100% I would. <laughs> it would be worth it. <laughs> I think of that scene on Hocus Pocus where, where the guy gets ran into with the bus and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think of with the decayed zombies. And that's why they can't block. <laughs> okay, fine. That's fine. Okay, good. Okay. So next up, we've got another flippity-dippity-doo-dah one. I like the flavor of this on the art again. We've got Jaren Corrupted Bishop. And on the other side of the card is Ormondal yeah. the Corrupter. He's back. He's not just a knife anymore. Oh, this is the knife guy. That's the Ormondal knifey guy. Yeah, you oh, don't need neat. you don't need to rule zero your knife commander anymore. <laughs> you can just cast over. I still would though, because fuck this guy. Too yeah. many words. Too many words. He's a two three for black two. Whenever it comes into play or another non-token human you control dies, you lose one life. Create a one one white human creature token. Pay two, target human you control gains lifelink until end of turn. At the beginning of your end step, if you have exactly 13 life, you can pay black, black, four. If you do, you transform him into Ormondal. Ormondal is a 6-6 six, six demon that probably costs fucking six again. Flying trample, lifelink, sack another creature, draw a card. 
Sack a creature, draw a card's really good. Having to have exactly 13 life, not so good. You know, with Triskaidekaphobia, don't we just win if we have 13 life? Exactly. Or target player loses if they have 13 life? Yeah. What's Mind you, if you're playing the 13 life dot deck, this is your commander. If you're playing 13 life tribal, yeah. Yeah, but. and you play Triskaidekaphobia, and you play like Tragic Slip and Tragic the other one. But you can't play the other Triskaidekaphile, the Triskaidekaphile or whatever, because it's blue. Yeah. So you miss the, out on a 13 Triskaidekaphile, that's when you get off on the number 13, right? Yeah. It's like 13 inches. That's her That's her jam, yeah. Don't Google don't, that. No, don't Google that one. Do but yeah, not Google that. This doesn't even work with, like, sh- like. does this go in the Shadowborn Apostle deck, maybe? Because it's like a cleric? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what she You does. can't search that demon because you only search for the front side because the back side doesn't exist unless the mechanic made it exist. Yeah. I think that this is fine, but... It's a lot of hoops to jump you, through. You, and know the, you, you know how you impress me with a commander? This is how you impress me with a commander at this point in my magic playing career. Okay. You put less words on a commander and you match it with a very elegant name or a profound name and a nice piece of art. The less words, the more I am impressed when it when it is appealing. Like when you, when you do something that's so good in such a little elegant kind of sentence. Less like, is more, as it were. Yeah, less is more, unless you're talking about 13 inches. Then more <laughs> then is more fucking is more, more, and yeah. there's, there's even more and more. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, don't Google. Let's keep going. We're going to go. This one astounded me when I read it, because we're just going to hit. Catilda Dawnheart Prime is a 1-1 for white-green protection from werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> so watch out. Human creatures you control have tap at one mana of any color of those creature's colors. Does that make sense? It can tap for one of its own colors, yep. and you can tap Celestia 4 and this thing to put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control. I think that that's good. You've got that a... That pro werewolf really puts it over the top for me. Yeah, I think that that's the least relevant part of the card. No. Werewolves <laughs> are so good. It makes all of your creatures into mana dorks. Yep. Which is good. Which is cool. Yeah, it's it's sort of like Cryptolith, right? This is probably a throw to Cryptolith, right? Because Cryptolith right costs two, and this costs two. Yep. It's got a relevant creature type. Yep. It's two mana, one, one. So it's kind of, you could maybe play like Selesnia Hate Bears or Selesnia Tokens, of course. Everybody's going to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's what tokens, and then token it, colors. It gives you a big mana ki- kind of like out, which it kind of services everything you need. Yeah. Except... Yeah, protection from werewolves. Yeah. This is this you take away that um maybe you take away that middle ability that makes all your creatures into mana dorks and you make this uncommon and then protection from werewolves actually matters. Because limited. Yeah. But, but as it stands now, let's move on to Every commander's yeah. a rare and limited doesn't exist anymore because set boosters. So let's move on. I don't think that this is gonna be very prolific no. in the ninety nine. Sorry. It's going to be relegated to the 99, is what I meant. Kerbis Harvest Celebrant. Holy smokes. That's lots of cool words. See, that, a, that that interests me. And it's a 0-0 zero, zero for Green Green X. Also interesting. Now we're, now we're talking. Not a Hydra. This is a tree folk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Enters the battlefield with a number of plus one, plus one counters equal to the amount of mana spent to play it. Neat. Which, which goes up. When you have to also pay command tax, so right. the X and its bigliness 
still work with command tax. Great idea, great design, I like it. Then it has another paragraph that says, remove a plus one plus one counter from him, prevent all damage that would be dealt this turn to another creature with a plus one plus one counter on it. Oh, so they kind of they kind of blew close. it up there at the end. It's close. It's uh, it's kind of fog, but only for one guy. It's fog for your blockers that you've done other work on. Yeah, and because it says with another plus one plus one counter on it, it yeah. makes me feel like this would be relegated to the ninety nine as well because mm-hmm. it's only one color, and to fully take advantage of plus one plus one counters, you might want to be in green and white. You might want to put this in your Catilda deck. You might want to put this in your Atraxa deck where you can proliferate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Though you do have like doubling season and the doubling plus one counter season from Jumpstart. Yeah. If you can get that card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Another card that's probably in the 99 maybe? I don't know. Now now that I read the, the reading the whole card tells us that this might have been better served because it's in the pre-con. It doesn't necessarily need to follow all of the same themes as Innistrad does. This could have been a Hydra, and all of a sudden it's fog for all your Hydras, and it's really good. Yeah, then it would be a really good card as it stands now. That being said, though, in Hydra Tribal, is there anything that cares about Hydra the tribe, or do you just have all the creatures that are Hydras? The Hydra commander does. Oh, good point. That's an important thing to care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Sure. Kyler. Kyler. It that's, sounds like we're making fun of somebody's name. No, that sounds like somebody from the UK saying Kyla <laughs> in, a, in a sentence. Kyler. I like Kyler. it. Kyler. Kyler Garden Emissary. Sure. Human Cleric 2-2 two, two for white green 3. Okay. Whenever another human enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on Kyler Sigarden Emissary. <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> oh man okay other human creatures you control get plus one plus one for each counter on kyler cool that's actually good that's a cool card this is like kyler of arms <laughs> there it is <laughs> and you put your you put your katilda in it and you play the plus one plus one counter selesnia human deck all yep. of the check marks that i've already specified this episode yep this is the commander for it. We talk about all the time, Watsy just built the cat deck over 18 sets. They've been building the human deck over 27 years, exactly. man. Exactly. And now they got the Celestia human deck. Yep. Here's the commander for it. Go to town. Most humans, well, humans are in every single color. And I think that they have more human cards than any other color. Even if you narrow that down to just green and white. There's probably still hundreds of humans because I think there's like 13 or 1400 human cards. Lots of them. So if you cut that down to two fifths, you still have several hundred, which yeah. is more than fucking you have of anything else. Most bad tribes. Yeah. Yeah. Crabs, turtles, and frogs. Frogs yep. combined don't make the uh, Selesnia human quota. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a cool one. I don't think we're going to build it, but somebody out there listening right now probably is. No, humans suck. Fuck humans. Fuck, fuck humanity. I like it. Yeah. Let's talk about another human. Oh. <laughs> okay. Leonor Autumn Sovereign. This doesn't look like a human. No, it doesn't. But, but it, it is a human. You know what? This wouldn't be human tribal. This would be noble tribal. Sure. Or my favorite should have been errated to noble tribal. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a read. It's a zero four for four. 
one of which is white, one of which is green. It has Coven. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on up to one target creature you control. Then if you control three or more creatures with different powers, draw a card. This goes in the Kyler deck, does not go at the head of its own deck because it's a waste of your command zone. Yeah, interesting, just to clarify. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on up to one target creature you control. Right. That triggers. Yep. That triggers every time regardless of whether or not you have three creatures with different power. Correct. Every time. Then, if you have three creatures of different power, draw a card. Yeah. Sure. Let's, I feel like those should have been two different abilities. Like, it should have been at the beginning of combat, put a plus one, plus one counter on a creature you control, then the coven thing. Yeah, maybe they want it to fit flavor text. I don't know. Not worth it. Let's go on to the it's, next one. Yeah, it's interesting... It, it, it's yeah. interesting because you know what? If you stifled that first ability, you wouldn't draw cards because it's all one ability. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck is happening here? Anyways, next card. Leader, Disciple of the Drown. Fuck, this one's good, man. Yeah. This one's good. This is a 3 4 human whiz. Yeah. Yeah. Blue, blue, three. Spells can't be countered. Cool. There's an elegant sentence that I'm into. Mm-hmm. Less is more, baby. Uh, he's not a 13-13. Anyways, each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard has flashback, flashback equal to its mana cost. Neat. That's a fucking good-ass card. So that- immediately you think, blue, you're going to flashback your counters, you're going to flashback your extra turns, but here's what I like about this card. Well, you can't... You can't it, it says spells can't, can't be countered. Yes. So this Not even yours. It can't even be mono counter spell dot deck because... Spells can't be countered. And I appreciate that they put that in. I like that. Yep, yep, very much so. What you do get here is the, the it would have to be a mono blue kind of spell slinger flashback. Whenever you cast something from your graveyard, you get a, a bro. Every time you cast something from your graveyard, draw a card. If you go like brainstorm, draw three, put two back. Brainstorm, flashback, draw a card with that enchantment. Draw three more cards. This is a cool deck for people who like the brainstorms, the ponders, the preordains, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But if you put it into the Savine deck where when you cast stuff out of your graveyard, you you get to copy it. Right. This is this is like super fucking good because things that ought not to have flashback get flashback. <sighs> and you get access to red so you can flashback things like Earthquake and Price of Progress and Lightning Bolt all of a sudden becomes like six damage or or or, or twelve damage or whatever, because you can copy it with Savine. You can copy it, copy and copy and copy from your graveyard. Neat. This guy is good as the commander and good in the ninety nine. It's our first good one. <laughs> Let's fuck that. Let's move on to Lisa Forgotten Archangel. Oh yeah. I let me read this utility card for you, Ryan. Sure. White, white, black, two, four, five, angel, flying lifelink. Whenever another non-token creature you controls dies, return it to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. If a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead. Well, we've got a lot of that. If a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead. We've seen that on three or four cards in this set. I think that that's cool. Graveyard hate is important. Yes. And this is some graveyard hate. I'll ask it... you I'll ask you this. Okay. I'll ask you this. Because people do play Leyline of the Void. Mm-hmm. Probably de facto, right? Because mm-hmm. it starts the game in play for free if it's in your opener. And it gets everything, right? Do we care that much if it only gets creatures? Yes. 
because absolutely we do. We just talked about a creature that is the exact reason why you play Leyland of the oh, Void yeah, over yeah. this. Yes, because flashback, because Doretti artifacts, because artifact shenanigans, Shalai, all the stuff, right? Yeah. So getting creatures isn't nothing, but it's not as good as Leyline. No. Having this in your command zone and having flying lifelink four or five with another ability, do is that better than having like starting the game with Leyline on the battlefield? Is it better than Graft Digger's Cage? Because Graft Digger's Cage would stop Lear, Disciple of the Drowned, right? Because you're casting stuff from your graveyard. Yeah. So is this better than having Graft Digger's Cage? No. You don't think? No. I think it might be. Better than having Graft This doesn't do anything that Graft Digger's Cage does. No, but it removes cards from graveyards that Just you creatures. might. Yeah, that's fine, though. I guess. That's worth something is what I'm saying. It was not worth nothing. The card isn't worth nothing. It's just like there's other cards that cost less that do what it does better than this does. Now, here's the next question. Is this better than Athreos, God of... No. What's the white-black one that... That, that gives the opponent a choice? Yes. yes because, this is better than that? Well, because the opponent has a choice. And they will always choose the thing that benefits them over you. Now, Athreos, if you have, like, infinite sacks, they can't just keep giving you the creature. They can keep giving you the creature back so you can infinite sack and get benefit, or yeah. they can start to pay three, but yeah. they can only pay three for so long to stop your infinite. Right. Now, this, whenever another non-token creature you control dies, return that card to the owner's hand at the beginning of the end step. So it solves the Athreos. Is, am I saying the right card? I think so. I think so. Yeah. It'll be I on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. This is just a it's a fine card. It's just if you're playing it as graveyard hate, there's better graveyard hate. If you're playing it as a white black commander that isn't for flavor, there's better commanders that you could play. And that's kind of where it stands. It's a it's not a bad card. It's just not as good as other cards that already exist. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I agree. But because we're not competitive cookout podcast because we're were casual commander cookout podcast. I think that the best version doesn't matter, right? If you need an effect and you're like, I want to play, what is this? Orzov, and I need this effect. Well, why don't I play Lisa? And it serves yeah. a purpose having yeah. graveyard removal and reanimation. You know what people will build? They'll no. build the the four sisters, Angel, yeah. and, and Soren is their dad, dot deck. Yeah, there you go. Who's the commander of that? Fucking not, not, not Lisa. Not Golos. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Let's move on to our boy Ludovic, the Necrogenius slash Olag Ludovic's hubris. Yeah, this is, if first guy was Dr. Frankenstein, this is, who's this? Still Dr. Frankenstein. Sure. Not the fly? Did I get there? Uh, I don't think so. No? No. I don't know. You know more about mo movies than I do, but this this seems like there's a classic movie reference. I don't know. Give this novel a read. Here we go. He's a 2-3 for black-blue. Whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, you mill a card. I like it. It has black, black, blue, blue, X. Exile X creature cards from your graveyard. Transform Ludovic X can't be zero. Activate only as a sorcery. Okay. Then his creature comes to life and eats him. And what you have left is Olag Ludovic's Hubris, which is a 4-4. When it transforms into Ludovic's Hubris, it becomes a copy of a creature exiled with it, except it's still Olag, it's still a 4-4, it's still legendary, it's still blue, it's still black, it's still a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> and then you put a plus one, plus one counter on it for each creature you exiled with it. 
Wow. That's a lot of shit. A lot of shit. I think that you 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 should just play. What's the, what's the? Uh, yeah. What the fuck is it? it Alex just, Alex played it yesterday. Yeah. It, it it just becomes a copy of a card in your graveyard. Yeah. Lazov, Demir Mastermind. Yeah. Or Demir Doppelganger. If you want to play this as your commander, play Lazov instead. If you want to play it in your deck, play Lazov instead. If you want to play it two times in your deck, play Lazov instead, and then play Demir Infiltrator. Instead. Doppelganger. Doppelganger. If you want to play it three times. Then you throw that shit in there, baby. This is a two-cost commander. Is that that anything? It's not to have a stick shaken at it. Or if you want to play a a clone dot deck with black in it, this is a great thematic commander Oh, hey, I like that one. That's cool. Clone dot deck now gets black. Yeah, so that's neat. Because everybody's clone dot deck. Copy your stuff. My stuff is your stuff. Dot deck. You're you're welcome for pioneering that, by the way. Yeah, episode what is it five of Commander Cookout podcast? Mm. Ooh, there's a fucking deep cut. <laughs> this this gives that deck access to black, which yeah, I like. Which is cool. Second thing I like, not that we do this with every single card, unlike some casts that review shows. Um, this, if you go infinite bounce, you infinite mill yourself. Yes. You know I like doing that. Yeah. Uh, it gets me all resurrected in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think that those three reasons would be reasons to play this card. Other than that, though, moving on to the not curse, curse. The not curse, curse mander. Yeah, you know what? Good thing they didn't make this a colorless commander with four, five colors in her text box. <laughs> because, man, curse mander that does Golos type shit, fucking banhammer. I, why couldn't this just be the ex- this exact card, but with green and white on it, too? Then you could play all the curses. I don't know. Like just give everybody, just give the curse. How do I say this? Lindy? Sure. Lind? Cheerful Tormentor. She's a psychopath. This is a 2-4 human warlock for Grixis. Grixis. I was going to say green, but there's no green. Grixis <laughs> and one. Death touch. Whenever a curse is put into your graveyard from the B, return it to the B, attached to you at the beginning of the next end step. So curse your fucking self. Yes. I love it. I love it already. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may attach a curse attached to you to one of your opponents. If you do, draw two cards. Yeah. (laughs) I'll curse myself for two cards for a turn. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you just put the curses that aren't that bad. Yeah, and there's lots of curses that... You, curse of Opulence is a really good example yep. where sometimes you curse yourself to encourage people to attack you so that you get more treasures, thus more mana, thus accelerating yourself. You know why this curse doesn't have white in it? Because you put the, or why this commander doesn't have white is because you put the curse of humility onto it and then it turns itself into a 1 1 yeah. with no abilities That's and then right. you, you, you fuck yourself. Yes. So if somebody exiles all your graveyard except for one curse, <laughs> you bring that one back and it just <laughs> totally hoses you. Oh, that's why. But if you like curses if you or wanted your, your curse commander, this is a good one. I think you would still do better with having her in the 99 of a five color one, but she's fine. She's good. I think that this is good. If I was building the curse deck, I would build her at the helm of it. If I'm actually, I really like this art. I actually like this who, card. Who, who's in the art? Yo, who's uh, it? Oh, it's the curse guy. The curse guy she's is her little voodoo doll. Her little voodoo doll. Yeah, yeah super I, cool. I just like the picture. I'm going to be looking for one of these in my boxes. I hope I get one. Because you got set boxes? No. You got you got pimp whale boxes? You got huge swinging dick boxes? Yeah. 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 
I open the shitty ones so that you guys don't have to. And you're I, extra welcome this time, guys. You're extra fucking welcome. Fuck. I don't know if I'm going to buy a box of this. I'm I'm ordering both the Commander Precon. See yesterday's show as to why that is. But uh, anyways, moving along. Sure. Okay, next up, we got Old Stinkfinger. <laughs> oh, that was even better than what I was going to call. Do not Google <laughs> that. That was a good-ass one, though. Thanks. Old Stinky Fingers yeah. is a Star Star whore for Black Green X. Ooh. Okay. When you cast this spell, reveal cards to the top of your library until you reveal X creature cards. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Put all those creature cards revealed this way into your graveyard, then put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. What? Put all creature... Oh, the rest of the cards that aren't creatures. Okay. Mm -hmm. Old Stinkfinger, power and toughness equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. So you just give them like necrotic ooze and infinite mana like quill spike combo and then walking ballista? Yeah. You just put four creatures in your deck. You cast this guy for six off of like 28 mana accelerants. And win. And tutors. Yeah. You don't even need tutors. He's the fucking tutor. Yeah. There's the combo, guys. Other than that... Why sure. isn't he a Scarecrow? Because Wizards hates us. Oh. We still got to play like Morphone and, and and the Reaper King? Reaper King's pretty good. That's a cool That's a cool card. Yeah. This would be cool if it was a Scarecrow because then he could go in the Reaper King deck. Also cool. Why Why can't we get a Scarecrow Commandy? Because we have Reaper King. I want another one. We just want good scarecrows is what we want. Watch Golos come back and it's going to be Golos, but like wearing a scarecrow costume <laughs> in, in a crimson, crimson butthole or whatever yeah, the next. Golos thing. incognito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scarecrow. Scarecrowlo. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's going to be. This is cool. It's a horror. I don't know if that's relevant, but black has lots of horrors. Too bad it doesn't have blue in it as well because yeah. blue has lots, but graveyard and creatures isn't really blue's thing. Shouldn't be Green's thing either, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's combo potential. You can cast it for the cheap or you can cast it for the expensive. You don't need to combo. You can just search for something that has a cool ability that is like otherwise doesn't see lots of play. Yeah. I think, I, all, I think all those things are fine. It's an okay commander. I think people are going to build it more to be that first thing that we said more than the second, but it's cool. And I'm glad it exists. And and you know what? Once people do that and they get their rocks off, they get their fucking sticky fingers off, then it's going to be like, okay, cool, that's the deck. And then for the rest of eternity, people are going to say, it's not that sticky fingers deck. It's not yeah. that stink finger deck. And it's going to turn into it's going to turn into everything like it's not that Urza deck or it's not that Zur deck, right? Yeah. Ah, sure. Whatever. Fine. I like the next guy. Rem... Carolus Stalwart Slayer. Ram Carolas. Yeah. Yeah, this is a 2 3 human. Ram Carol's ass. Yeah. I wish. That sounds like a patron name. Well, if your name one, is Carol. <laughs> put that one in the bank. This is a yep. 2 3 flying hasty for white, red, one human knight. If a spell would deal damage to you or another permanent you control, prevent that damage. I love Fuck that. Fuck yes. If a spell would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent an opponent controls, it deals that much damage plus one instead. I like this card. This card goes, this card is going to hard replace Torbrand Thane of Redfell in my Dragon's Approach deck. Way easier to cast. Prevents damage to me, which is fucking important to me, mm -hmm. and still does a little bit of of what Torbrand does. 
this goes right into the 99 of of Sun Song and Dink Stinker. Uh, yes. Him, yeah. them, whoever they are, yeah. goes right into that deck. Mm-hmm. And this goes right into any burn deck that can also protect itself through white. White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then all of the red burn commanders like uh, like Thor, uh, Torelf, yep, and and Torbran, yep, and Brashy Boy, yeah. go right into this deck. <laughs> well, Brash Taunter maybe not as much because it prevents damage to Brash Taunter. Oh, we don't want to do that. No, 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 no we no, don't no, want to no, do no, that. No. no, 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 we don't dilute our Brashy Boy. A that permanent way. or uh, uh, what the fuck if a spell. Would deal damage to an opponent. No, I'm reading the wrong paragraph. <laughs> if a spell would deal damage to you or another permanent you control, prevent it. Yeah. And it's got flying, so it dodges Earthquake. Yeah, and it doesn't even need to dodge Earthquake. It just does. Because it wouldn't take damage from the Earthquake anyway. No, it says if uh, a spell would deal another permanent. Oh, So okay. it takes the damage, okay, but it shit. doesn't. So it dodges Earthquake. It dodges Fault Line. It dodges Blasphemous Act. Oh. It dodges bl- uh, Disaster Radius. That's the one, right? Uh, maybe I don't know. Doesn't dodge burn down the house. Doesn't dodge. Doesn't dodge. Um, rolling earthquake. No. Blasphemous act. But dang, that is. A, it, I like it. It's a cool card. That's I one li- that I'm going to play in the 99 of a card or of a deck that I'm actively building and tweaking. I I do enjoy that card. And you could you could alter him. Brando's alter suggestion of the week. You could paint that horse goose. He's got like a head. He could be a goose. It looks like a horse camel, but it might be a lion like with a, a or with a, a lion goose with wings. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, ram camel. <laughs> little card. little aside, real quick. Is there a natural animal on the face of the earth that's a real animal that has four legs and wings? Four legs and wings. Yeah. Ooh, Just let that percolate. If you know one out there, put it in the comments below. I was thinking about this yesterday for a totally undisclosed reason. Four legs plus wings. Does it exist in real life? Let's move on to the next. There's probably something obvious that we're just showing how stupid we are. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go to a card that I'm going to play in the 99 of a deck. Sure. Sarith the Viper's Fang. Ooh. Three. Oh, go ahead. Three, four for green, green, two. Other tapped creatures you control have death touched. Other untapped creatures you control have hexproof. One tap, untap target creature or land that you control. That is lots of cool stuff. Other tap creatures you control have death touch. So as long as you don't have a vigilante, as long as you don't have vigilance and you attack, boom, death touch. Yeah. Untap, can't target my shit. That's right. Yep. Tap or untap, target creature or land you control. So you untap your guy's cradle. You know what that card says on it? Brando, put me in snake ooze tribal scum storm dot deck. Because it gives my oozes death touch and it has ooze in the background of the picture. It gives my snakes death touch and hex proof. And there's a snake crawling all over her in the art and it lets me untap my guy's cradle. That's a good one. I super wish it only had one green in its casting cost. I'd maybe think about it for Animar. It's a, it's a good card. That's that is cool. A, that is a good card. Yep. It's very cool. I You could probably use it as the helm of a deck, but the deck would just be green good stuff and. Yeah, green good stuff, or like people who have like Gaius Cradle and that land that untaps lands that we never think of. Yeah, it's got to be Deserted Temple. Is it Deserted Temple? It's got to be it. Joe always has it on the screen. Yeah. He knows. He's got it memorized. It's gonna look <laughs> a little sticky note on the side of his computer screen. These <laughs> when the fucking idiots in CCO don't remember what land untaps land. He's got it. He's got us on yeah. that one. And and I think this goes in the. I think that this goes in the ninety nine of lands decks like. 
It probably goes, it probably could go in Omnath decks. Sure. And it probably could go in Titania decks. Yeah. Because those decks have lands that care about, like they have lands that do things. Utility lands is what people call yeah. those. Imagine like, imagine um, untapping your Maze of Ith twice. Ooh. You can start blanking attacks, right? Imagine putting him in a Gruul deck with a uh, <coughs> Goblin Sharpshooter. There it is. There it is. You were thinking. Go- Goblin Sharpshooter with Death Touch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that. That's I like it. Yeah. That's actually really good. That's super good. Yeah, because as soon as he taps, he kills whatever, and it's just like immediately kills everything, not just the one ones anymore. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that is good. <laughs> okay. Returning character. We've got two Sagardas, one reprint, one new. Yeah. Uh, th- the new one, because that's the one we care about, is a 4-4 angel flying trample, white, white, green, one. Sure. Okay, 4-4 flying trampler for okay. four. Not really, bad. really good. Yeah. Humans you control get plus one plus one. Neat. Really fucking good. Yeah. Could go in the human deck that we've been gushing about. <laughs> Coven. Whenever Sagarda attacks, if you control three or more creatures with different powers, look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a human creature card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So it's like draw a card, but it's got to be a human. But you're playing human tribal anyways, so you'll probably hit at least one. I feel like they printed this in the wrong set because it comes along with another human commander that I think people are going to be more excited to play. Mm. Like this is a cool lord. It's got a cool ability. Yep. It's a really, it's a cool card, and it's efficient too. It doesn't cost. It doesn't yeah. cost like eight. But that I just feel like that other one is just. I think it's a little bit better commander. The uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe maybe you'll see a fifty fifty split. Yeah. Kyler I think is just a better, just a better commander I think for the human deck that they're building in this set. Yeah, and you know what else is, uh, barring like something super specific or some combo with Kyler or whatever, I think that this is ninety five percent of the cards are the same deck. Yeah, which again is like maybe you just should have split them up. But you can't move Sigarda, and Kyler maybe is part of the web fiction that they're doing again now, so they needed... Yeah, I don't know. There's always reasons, right? Yeah. All right. Next up. Slow, slow Gurk the Overslime. Slow Gurk. Let me first say something that I really like about this. It's the art. Because this is either a giant fist smashing a boat or an amorphous blob man who's wearing a big ship as a hat. Ooh. It's a pirate hat. Because there's pirates in the boat. You know what I like about this? Tell me. Is this gives Watsy opportunity to put print a to print one that has red in it and call it Fast Gurk. (laughs) 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 Give it a haste. (laughs) Give it a read though. Slow Gurk the Overslime is a three-three trampler for blue, white, blue, white, blue, green, one. Whenever a land is put into your graveyard from anywhere, put a plus one, plus one counter on Slowgurk the Overslime. Remove three plus one, plus one counters from Slowgurk. Return it to its owner's hand. When it leaves play, return up to three target land cards from your graveyard to your hand. That's kind of like a, that's kind of like a poor man's Crucible of Worlds that you just got to wait for. Or a poor man's uh, Life from the Loam. Hey, yeah, that, yeah, put, yeah. that makes a Life from the Loam creature from the Loam. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you can't afford a Life from the Loam because they're like 29 bucks... Even with saving 5% CCO Fusion 5 promo code. Yeah, man, get that uh, slow gurk instead. You get a slow gurk. Yeah. And if you put it in your command zone, you get access to blue. Because who the fuck doesn't want access to blue to do land stuff? To do blue and green. Do land stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't like. I don't think I'm going to build this, 
because I already have my my Simic deck picked out. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have that, this is the one card I think that I'd be like, I'll build that. Does your Ooze Snake Slime Tribal deck not have blue in it? No, it's just green. Oh. Maybe it doesn't need no blue. I don't need blue. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Cause I have City yeah. of Solitude and Gemstone Caverns. I don't need blue. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, we're not going to end on a negative. No. So we're going to move right into the werewolf guy. So we have other things to do after that. Good idea. Tor- Tovalar Dire Lee Shitty Overlord. Ah, I see what you did there. You thought I was going to just say the name? Uh-uh. Human Werewolf 3-3 three, three, Green Red 1. Whenever a wolf or werewolf you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. That Ooh, sounds really good. Sounds really good, and I like how they included Wolf in there. Uh-huh. So you can play Dire Wolf from Ice Age. Sure. Good art. Yep. You can Ron also, Spencer. You could also play the best werewolf and wolf in Chameleon Colossus. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control three or more wolves and or werewolves, it becomes night. Then transform any number of human werewolves you control. Now, they worded that so that it also gets the old werewolves, too. Which is, important. which is important and good because like something like Moon Mist that says all werewolves transform doesn't work on the daybound, nightbound things. <laughs> which is like, what the fuck? What's the point of that? Okay, so this does get the old ones, like the Mayors of Averbrooks and the Huntmasters of the Fells. And, and the, the Instigator Gangs. Yeah, Instigator yeah. Gangs, a good one. Tovalar, the Midnight Scourge. Okay. Whenever a wolf or werewolf you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. We keep it. They left that ability. Cool. They left it in there. Green, red, X. Target wolf or werewolf you control gets plus X, plus zero, and gains trample until end of turn. That so is... Kessig Wolf Run. Kessig Wolf Run, yeah. Or Skarg the Rage Pits. But Kessig Wolf Run. Kessig Wolf Run, yeah, definitely more like So that. I think that this is good. It transforms so you can have an Alpha Strike, yep. which is important because Alpha is like a werewolf word. Uh-huh. It's cute. Uh... I think that this is good but the deck around it as so we bad. covered yesterday is still fucking bad you're and you think but you get to transform your werewolves back at the beginning of all your upkeep so people who are turning your werewolves into shittier creatures will yeah but like it's your one removal spell away from your deck sucking again how true is that for lots of de- decks this one more than most because as we've established werewolves are the worst. (laughs) And when the difference between your deck being actually good, because the backside of most werewolves are good, good, the difference in your deck being good and not good because the front side of werewolves are almost universally the shits, is this card, it's it's not good. It's not good enough. It doesn't protect itself. It's small. It dies to virtually all... Common removal that everybody plays. And it dies to removal. It's, it's it's too easy. It's too easy to disrupt your deck. And your deck gets actually scary if you don't kill this. So everybody will kill it. Mm. All the time. That's that's where I was going. Is, is I think the upside, the ceiling, is good enough. Hell yeah. And I think... This is going to trick a lot of people into playing werewolves. I think it's 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 either tricking me or you're wrong. I'm I'm, not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure because I think... Of the two of us who had a werewolf deck, Ryan. Yeah, but she didn't have Tovalar. 
You didn't have Tovalar, and at the beginning of your upkeep, it's not combat. If it was the beginning of combat, it would be better because if he died, you can cast him again pre-combat, move to combat, and then flip everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe you're right because it's upkeep. Mm-hmm. But if you're not right, and I'm being, if I'm being, tra I don't know how to feel. That's, <laughs> I don't know what to do I, now. I still think it's bad. It's, it's a cool. It's an interesting card. And if you're just bound and determined to play Werewolf Tribal, this is the commander you got to use. It's the yeah. only viable one. And people are gonna do it. We're gonna go to EDH and M in in October, and we're gonna play the Werewolf deck. Yep. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, and it's going to be real bad. You know what? You know what? This is what I think, because this is usually how it works. Okay. Two sides to every story, and yep. somewhere in the middle is where the truth is. If I say, I don't think we're being tricked, I think it's good enough because the ceiling on werewolves being flipped is Very that high. high. Very high. And you're saying it fucking sucks because you're one removal spell away. Yep. I say, well, maybe like every deck is one removal spell from being really good if it relies on the commander. Yep. I think somewhere in the middle is going to be where it's going to lie. Mm -hmm. Somebody's late game. You're going to drop, drop, drop three werewolves, maybe, after a wrath. you got lots of mana, green card draw, the whole thing. You're going to go uh, cast my commander, cast two other werewolves. Nobody's going to have a removal to answer. Flip, take 15, you're dead. Yeah. I, I think that that's going to happen, and that yeah. that's going to put that deck somewhere in the middle. Yes. We'll have to see. We'll come back to this one maybe in a couple months. Yeah, we'll revisit it. Maybe we can do the top five and five pickups. Maybe we'll put it in there because like, I've seen it a bunch of times now and not super good. Yeah. But I... I doubt it. Okay, we got two more. Two more. First one, Vadric Astral Ass Mage. <laughs> Asshole Ass Mage. Vag Ass Ass. Mage. Yeah. I would not Google what I said. Vag Ass Ass? Yeah. That's... Yeah, I wouldn't either. It's no. A, it's a one, two for blue, red, one, human wizard. If it's not day or night, it becomes day when he comes into play. So it flips all those werewolves <laughs> just talked about back over. Instant and sorcery spells you cast cost X less, where X is its power. Whenever day becomes night or night becomes day, you put a plus one, plus one counter on it. That's never going to... The top one and the bottom one, never going to matter. You have a commander that isn't Mizzix of the Is Magnus yeah. that you can just cast one pump spell on and all your shit's free, free. except for colored pips. Storm, Spell Slinger, Flashback, Graveyard, Combo, this is the deck. This is Goblin Electromancer in your command zone. Tell me one is it deck that plays spells that doesn't run Goblin Electromancer. Now you can have two Goblin Electromancers. You can have a Goblin Electromancer in the command zone, or you can just cut the Goblin Electromancer out of your deck if you're relying on it for a combo, because you have it in the command zone, and you have an extra spot for a tutor, card draw spell, or an additional storm spell. What he said. This is a cool card. I like this one. This one's this one's gonna fucking bang. I like this one. Yeah. Last one, we're gonna start with Wilhelt the Rot Cleaver. This sounds like it should be a call time card, and it looks like it could be a call time card. Yes. This is call time extras. We've it, seen a couple of those in this yeah, set that it, I didn't mention. It's a zombie it is a call time card. A zombie warrior. Wow. That's call time music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. It's a 3-3 three, three zombie warrior for blue, black, two. Whenever another zombie you control dies, if it didn't have decayed, you get a 2-2 two, two black zombie creature with decayed. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice a zombie. If you do, draw a card. That's the, hey. only, that's the only use for these stupid decayed zombies. Yeah. Sack them for a card. You can't even skull clamp them. Mind you, you can skull clamp them and attack with them. Yeah. And they're going to die regardless, even if they don't get blocked. That's get a good for use three. for them, actually. That's all right, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, so if you have Skull Clamp, 
Well, everybody it, plays Skull Clamp. Yeah, Skull Clamp makes your tokens better. Ooh, that's a revelation. Yeah, <laughs> weird, hey? You heard it here first on CCO, guys. Skull Clamp Cookout Podcast. <laughs> well, there is blue. You could play copy artifacts. You have two Skull Clamps, Whoa. and then you could Skull Clamp, Skull Clamp them. What? Yep. what? And you have the, the Mask of Grizzlebrand in this set as well, that oh, when a yeah. creature dies, you draw cards equal to its, what is it, power? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's good with Decade. That could go in this deck. Yeah, then you're going to draw what, like five? Man, I've drawn five. Seven. Wow. Nine. You draw nine because you draw two off of each Skull Clamp and they'd be five oh, zeros. you still have two Skull Clamps? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There we well, go. Well, this isn't the highest point to end on. But, no, but you know fun. what? Here, we just here. talked about a great deck. That, yeah, I got, I, got, I got you. I got you. You tell me. Kay. Okay. You tell me if uh, how we did today. Okay. Because we did in a set that you don't really like mm-hmm. with a bunch of like, I think on general, in general, these commanders are fairly underpowered. Even the good ones aren't like, oh my God, this is going to break the format. Right. We did find a lot of positive things to say. We sure did. And I think that that's I think that's good. And I think that we demonstrated that a bunch of the commanders have a range of things that they can build. Or maybe not for us, but certainly for you. If you're pumped for werewolves, go for it, man. I hope it works out for you. I hope I'm wrong. This, I don't think I am, but you, I hope I'm wrong. You know what? This is episode two of our not Innistrad Midnight Hunt set review, mm-hmm. and we touched on a lot of really cool art stuff. I like the art on the showcase. We like the basic lands. There's a ton of other black cards and a ton of cards that have beautiful art. I think it's, it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyways, that Innistrad is one of the most ugly, beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> ugly sets. Ugly. Yeah, that exists. Like, everything is designed to be, just be dark and gloomy and scary, but it's beautiful. And then it has, like, a funny frog doing this. <laughs> There's the, there it is. There's the face. That's my final thought of the day. I, I like cards in the set, and I like the set, but I don't like the cards in the set. That makes no sense, but you know what it means. That makes absolute perfect sense. I'm going to piggyback all over that as I say. I think that this set might not be for me, might not be for Ryan, but it's totally for you. So pick it up. FusionGamingOnline.com, CCO Fusion 5. To get 5% off the cards you're going to buy anyway, tell them, them guys that their partnership with us is excellent. Call them an old stinky finger. You could. They do have one of those add note to vendor boxes on the on the web page. Yes. <laughs> so you can use that. Let us know how it went on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!